Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Odd World News Podcast, a weekly podcast where we cover the strange and peculiar news that has occurred throughout the world. If you would like to follow along with this week's episode, you can find the show notes in your podcast application of choice or by going to oddworldnewspodcast.com slash 18. Here's the story for the week of April 12th, 2015. Spinning Records The common phrase that you hear a lot these days is, quote, Kids are growing up much quicker these days, unquote. Well, this story may take the cake. Music plays a big part in many people's lives. Some of us have had dreams of playing in a band one day. Very few of us will actually realize these dreams. There is a young disc jockey in South Africa who has been peering at malls with his large headphones and bobs his head to the beat of the music. He's so captivating that people have captured video with their cell phones. Now comes the astonishing part. The kid is two years old and is known as DJ AJ. The boy's parents credit their decision for buying an iPad for their unborn son to provide him with an early education. His father downloaded an app to allow him to DJ. When DJ AJ was about a year old, he learned how to navigate the iPad and began fiddling with the DJ app. DJ AJ was able to replicate what he learned of both laptop and actual DJ equipment. A video of the boy being a DJ went viral and he now has nearly 25,000 Facebook fans. Plate denial. Some individuals left their vanity plates. One Vietnam veteran was looking to get a specific plate to commemorate his time in the Combat Infantry Brigade. The vet was also wounded during the war and was awarded a Purple Heart in 1969. He wanted to get the license plate CIB-69. However, the man's request was denied by the Utah Department of Motor Vehicles. Their reasoning was, quote, Administrative Rule R87-22M-34 is clear regarding the use of 69 on personalized license plate. 69 formats are prohibited unless used in combination with a vehicle make, model, style, type, or commonly used or readily understood abbreviations of those terms, end quote. The reason is that the term 69 has sexual connotations. The man states, quote, I figured in today's day and age when President Bill Clinton can have all that stuff going on in the Oval Office and he says that what he did wasn't really sex with that woman, it is odd to be turned down because this is so offensive to the citizens of Utah, end quote. The man did settle for the license plate CIB-70. Personally, I think the man is in the right on this argument. He should be able to get the license plate that he wanted. A good compromise would be for Utah to provide a license plate that indicates that the man is a Vietnam vet and allow him to have the vanity license plate that he wants. And yet, the DMV could still prohibit the use of 69 on non-veteran plates. Car theft. Scientists say that men's brains do not fully develop until around the age of 25. Well, a 21-year-old in Riverdale, New Jersey still has some thinking to do. The man stole a friend's car so he could make a court appearance in Patterson, New Jersey. Police officers responded to the resident's call stating that his 2011 Ford Fusion went missing from his driveway. The owner of the car told police that he thought a friend was a thief because, quote, he stated multiple times in the evening before that he did not know how he was going to get to the courthouse, end quote. While police were talking to the car owner, the 21-year-old man called and stated that he was on his way back with the car. Police waited for the man and arrested him when he did arrive back. The man is charged with the following. Unlawful taking of means of conveyance, possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of a hypodermic needle, driving while having a suspended license, and having an open container of alcohol in a motor vehicle. The man was turned over to Patterson, New Jersey Police to resolve a $1,433 outstanding warrant. 
large treats. There are times when college students do dumb things on a dare. This is not one of those times. University of Wisconsin students wanted to get into the Guinness Book of World Records by creating a rather large item. That item, an 11,237-pound Rice Krispie treat. The weight is according to the Cream City Scale of Madison, Wisconsin, which was on hand to weigh the dessert. The treat was measured at 10 feet by 10 feet by 6.5 feet. The weight of the treat is more than 1,000 pounds heavier than the previous record, which was 10,314 pounds, which was set in California in 2010. The students were aiming for 15,000 pounds. The students did not have to buy all of the ingredients, however. Manufacturers donated 9,000 pounds of marshmallows, 5,500 pounds of Rice Krispies, and 900 pounds of butter. The leader of the students stated, quote, We had an ambitious goal, and we succeeded. End quote. The extra cereal will be donated to food pantries, and the dessert is being chopped up to raise money for other Wisconsin charities. Major Oops When you are building a large and expensive public building, it is possible to miss certain items like a rug or even an electric hand dryer. However, a new subway system that opened in the city of Prague in the Czech Republic missed a rather important feature, an escalator. The $787 billion project did not budget for an escalator at one of the last stops on the subway that will bring passengers to a bus that transports them to the airport. Now, this may not normally be an issue, but there are 32 stairs in order to get to street level. Unlike in America, the bus remains the most convenient option because there is no direct train connection to the airport. The other issue is that 3.5 million passengers use the subway to get to the buses. This is a total of 112 million steps that must be climbed by passengers. To alleviate the issue, the airport has hired porters to bring bags up to street level for passengers. To me, this seems like a big oversight. I would definitely make this a priority for the next fiscal year. Ultimately, this may cause fewer people to use the subway. Strange lawsuit. There are no end to discrimination lawsuits, however, this one is a bit odd to say the least. A woman who briefly worked for the president of a main college has filed a discrimination lawsuit stating that she was expected to, quote, play tennis, jog, and watch, quote, chick flicks, unquote, with her female boss, end quote. The woman is stating that she was treated differently from her male co-workers. The woman is seeking back pay, reinstatement of front pay, compensatory damages, punitive damages, attorney's fees, and other costs and interests. The woman also states that the college, quote, intentionally terminated her employment on July 11, 2012 because of her disability, end quote. Her disability is due to a prior foot surgery. Unsurprisingly, the college is stating that, quote, they strongly disagree with the allegations, end quote. Fashion arrest. We've covered criminals often on this podcast. This week is no different, except we know that this criminal has no fashion sense. A string of burglaries occurred in and around Fairbanks, Alaska. The owner of a building where some of the break-ins occurred provided surveillance footage to police. Police subsequently posted this on their Facebook page. Residents began naming a 21-year-old as a possible suspect. The thing that led the police to the man was the shoes that he was wearing. The shoes are known as Crocs. Crocs are seen by many as unfashionable shoes. The distinctive tread of the shoes led police to the man. It is probably best that the fashion police did not make the arrest on this one. Additionally, as a tip to everybody, do not wear Crocs in public. Just don't. If you think you're going to, just don't. <music> Foolish plan. Back in episode 14, we covered a story about a woman who lit herself on fire in Oregon while driving. She got out of her car, jumped off a bridge and into a park, and survived. This week, we bring you a similar story. 
Bed bugs are not anything that people want to deal with. One Long Island man took an interesting approach. He found bed bugs inside of a rental car, poured alcohol on them, and then sat inside the car and lit a cigarette. Now you may be thinking, what's going to happen next? Well, it should be no surprise that the man lit himself on fire. The man was able to flee the vehicle, but suffered first and second degree burns from the incident. Police state that two other cars were heavily damaged due to the intense heat from the fire. When asked, the man stated that someone told him that if he saturated the bed bugs in alcohol, it would kill them. Proper spelling. Proper spelling and grammar is something that gets on certain people's nerves. What can be even more annoying is when certain items are spelled correctly, but they are missing accent marks. One such person who wants to make sure everything is in its right place is the Minnesota governor, Mark Dayton. He issued an executive order to reinstate the umlauts above the O in the town of Lindstrom. The dots were removed from the city limit signs due to the recent changes in federal guidance for signage. But he's having none of that. Lindstrom, which is approximately 40 miles northeast of Minneapolis-St. Paul, is known as America's Little Sweden. And to make sure everybody knows about the proper spelling, the umlauts must return. The governor instructed the Department of Transportation to replace the signs as soon as possible. He stated, quote, I'll grab a can of white paint and apply the two dots myself if I have to, end quote. I don't like this place. Transporting animals within airplanes can either be an exciting or a mundane event. Authorities at Newark's International Airport in Newark, New Jersey, had an eventful occurrence with an animal. A 40-pound European wolverine was being transported from Norway to an Alaska wildlife center when officials found that the wolverine had chewed through its metal carrier that was being used to transport the wolverine. A bronze zoo veterinarian was called in to tranquilize and help relocate the wolverine to a new carrier. The wolverine used its powerful jaws to tear through the carrier, but never actually left the enclosure. A spokesman for the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey states, quote, I don't know if it's a movie flight, end quote. Fire in the manhole. The last story of the week is a video. An underground fire in Buffalo, New York caused a couple of nearby buildings to be evacuated by police. A unique event occurred during the reporting by WGRZ. A manhole cover exploded and was thrown in the air. The entire incident was caught on video. A link to the video is in the show notes. And that concludes this week's episode of the Odd World News Podcast. You can find the show notes from this episode at oddworldnewspodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at underscore oddworldnews. If you want to submit a story or provide any feedback, you can email us at oddworldnewspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week.